at our readings for today, firstly from Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me. For you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and my persecutors. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. And from John 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father, Father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have you been with me all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells within me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask for anything, I will do it. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts and the meditations of our hearts and minds be ever acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Our passage from the Gospel reading for today is taken from John's incredibly long description of the conversation at the Last Supper. By this point Judas has left the room. He's headed off to find the authorities so that he can lead them to the garden where he can betray Jesus later on. This is the final piece of calm 
the final time have come before the chaos and tragedy of betrayal, trial, torture and execution. There is a palpable sense of tension in the air and Jesus is having an incredibly hard-edged conversation with the disciples and the nature of the conversation is starting to frighten them. He's already had to tell them on several occasions, do not be afraid. However, it isn't working. They are afraid and he's confusing them with his talk of leaving them, of pain and death. So throughout the passage, Jesus is trying to break through to them. He's trying to offer words of hope, encouragement and comfort. But they aren't listening. It is only much later on that they start to understand what Jesus was really getting at. The words from our Gospel reading for today, I'm sure will be familiar to you. Even to those who are not churchgoers will have heard this reading at some point at a funeral. On the face of it, it can seem like an odd choice for a funeral reading. Essentially, it's a record of a confused conversation. Jesus talks, and Thomas and Philip don't get what he's talking about. In addition, some people view the passage as maybe a bit of a warning. Sort yourselves out before your own impending death. Indeed, this passage is one of the most misused and miscomprehended texts in the whole of Scripture. To some, Jesus comes across as chiding and admonishing the disciples. To others, he appears to be dismissing all other faiths and religions. Yet, it is in the same Gospel of John, which identifies the man of Nazareth as the eternal Logos, or utterance of God, which enlightens every person alive. Where we see exclusion and judgment, we should instead find inclusion and peace. Wherever God speaks, has spoken or will speak, whether through religious leaders or through the findings of natural science, whatever at any time may be called God's utterance, the man of Nazareth is the embodiment of that. How often do we succumb to despair, allow ourselves to look at things from a worst-case scenario, capitulate to our own insecurities and worries, so that we fail to see what is really going on and hear what we need to fully comprehend. What Jesus is trying to say to the disciples is this. There may be trouble ahead, but while there's moonlight and music and love and romance, let's face the music and dance. I may have got that slightly wrong. Whilst there may be trouble ahead... Jesus is saying, don't think that I haven't already walked along that path. I have been ahead of you. I do know the terrain. I do know the potential dangers. And I've come back so that now we can journey along the road together and I will never leave you. Surely those really are words of comfort and certainly appropriate words for a funeral. There are huge challenges confronting us, major tests for our country and all countries, tens of thousands of lives already lost, families grieving and in need of words of comfort at this time, people falling sick, day by day companies and charities are going bust amidst the attendant economic catastrophe, 
questions therefore of how do we come out of a lockdown safely how do we kickstart our economy how do we protect our most vulnerable christ has been ahead of us and wants to come alongside us for the journey ahead he doesn't promise that it will not be lively the journey of faith when done properly is never easy it should be an adventure but whatever the storms of life may be that we will encounter we will have a great companion for the journey. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there is a golden sky and the sweet silver song of a lark. Our whole world has been shaken and many of us feel that we are holding by our fingertips onto the cracks in our foundations. All the voices of fear and worry may seem at times to drown out our ability to listen to the words of comfort that we need to hear. Whatever the direction of our lives may take, allow Christ to be our companion. He is saying to us, I am the way. Risk walking with me and I will show you how to go. So walk on through the wind, walk on through the rain, though your dreams be tossed and blown. Walk on, walk on with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Amen.